This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. This is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast, created and hosted by Mark Haywood. I am a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset. This podcast will help and support you with new ideas about business. These are my thoughts, ideas, and comments. Today, I'm going to talk to you about leadership styles, something I have spoken a couple of times and referenced that I was going to do a podcast about it, and I thought it was a good time to be able to share with you my ideas and some of my thoughts about different leadership styles. So hopefully, there are many, many, many different styles. I've just taken half a dozen of them to give you some insight Um Hopefully, you'll be able to spot yourself, spot other people, and uh, and ways that you can work with those people. Thank you very much. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Hayward from the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about different leadership styles. And, uh, and it's been something I've been meaning to speak to you about for some time, but I thought I would talk about different styles. So there's going to be a democratic, there's going to be autocratic, laissez-faire, strategic, transformational, transactional, coach style, and bureaucratic. So this is just my some of my ideas on the different types of leaders that there are. Right, so what I want to talk about is, so the first one is democratic. Okay, so democratic uh, leader. So th- my example is Tony Blair from the UK uh, government um, in the 90s. So for me, a democratic leader is someone that listens uh, to everyone and makes sure that he's able to build consensus. The whole idea of having a democratic leader is that, um, and they don't actually have to be political, they can be democratic in the sense of finding that the importance of, of what the general view of the team is, is incredibly important. And there are many different types and, and people that have been democratic leaders. Um, they are inclusive, sometimes slow decision makers, because they sometimes uh, want to build a consensus um, and build up a, a, a group of believers and, and supporters. So often it, it, it's not always decisive action, um, but once they get the 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 validation, they are very strong-willed and very, very pushed through their agenda. So um, so these types of people, as I said, they listen to other people's views, um, they try and balance out the extremes and sit somewhere in the middle and, and, and they try to make a, a, a leadership style which is, is strong um, but, uh, but listens as well to their, their employees as well. So that's an interesting one. So... The next one I'm going to talk about is the autocratic. So any sort of leader that is a um, like fascist leader, uh, like Hitler or Mussolini or Stalin to a point, uh, well, yeah, he was autocratic, definitely. Uh, these type of characters, they're very controlling. They want everything fed through themselves. Um, and they're very, very um, closed to, to, to other people's views. Often they are more important uh, for their own views and, uh, than anyone else's and often can be quite um, uh, quite aggressive um, to 
people that that oppose them. Um, the positive side is they they they're decisive as a decision maker. That is has been has been spoken about many times how autocratic leaders are decisive, and once they start a course, they will carry it on. Uh, they're very self centered. Um, it's all about themselves. They 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 think they're the most important thing, and they believe that they're the most important thing and the most important person to make decisions. They often don't build very good or don't build effective teams um, because everything is built around them and their decision making. Um, often, any sort of opposition is removed, um, and often um, they they don't really want a team around them to make decisions. They just want to get the information and then for them to make the decision. And very much, they're distanced from the team. They're they're, they're not inclusive. Um, they do not want to hear other people's opinions, especially opposing ones. So that's a fair attitude or lead style of leadership. So I've actually put as David Cameron. Now, this might not fit perfectly with everyone, but go with me on this. So, so a laissez-faire believes in devolved leadership. Um, they are the, very much the leader, um, but they they give... Um, they, they give responsibilities to other people and expect them to be able to do a good job. They're not necessarily always in the grain of the detail. They just want to be able to um, understand and then let other people make decisions. Um, they they let other people drive the agenda um, and they, they, they always make the decision, but it's always very much um, other people have to take the responsibilities of this. Now, it can grow a team because it gives, pe- gives people responsibilities, which can be good, um, but uh, it, it's not always uh, the best uh, when you need to make a decision quickly or decisively. Um, I don't think there's that many people who are laissez-faire uh, leaders in companies. I don't think that really works because there has to be, to an extent, the buck has to stop somewhere. They can often lose control of situations. So from the example of David Cameron, um, the, 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 um, the, the referendum on Europe, he definitely didn't want to go get out of Europe, but he felt he needed to let the people decide, um, devolving the, 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 the responsibility onto someone else, not himself. And there's no accountability with these leaders. So he left, and there was a lot of criticism about it, but essentially he left with him shrugging his shoulders, go, well, I let other people decide a referendum was the right option, and, and therefore uh, I did the best that I could. That isn't always the most effective form of government or as a leader in a business. The next one is strategic. So strategic, I've given an example, and you, some of these are politicians because it's very easy because they're very, um, they're very noticeable and very easy to be able to pinpoint um, leaders. But I do give other examples of, of leaders. So Boris Johnson is a strategic uh, leader. So he only really cares about high-level considerations. He gives nothing about, the, cares nothing about the detail of these situations. He wants to know the top level and then make a decision. Um, sometimes that can build a team, but it, it, you kind of really need to have a good uh, set of people around you that are doing the detail. 
So it's kind of like a chairman of a board is how I've given it. So um, I think they they kind of feel that um, they only really need to know the top level because other people will be able to make those make those uh, make those recommendations. Um, it's also um, he needs great managers below him and he's also very reliant on others because you're such a strategic thinker um, like blue sky thinking was what was a massive buzzword in the 90s uh, for this type of strategic uh, leadership and analysis um, they they are very reliant on others they really do need other people to to step up and and, and play the role um, on, on 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 the government decisions and things so um, they can be very good decision makers because they are they quite decisive because they're only really bothered about the high level detail they they might make wrong decisions but they they're very good decision makers because they are they're very much to the point and then they don't mess around um, but again it's reliant on others uh, to know the details to be able to make it successful the next type of leader is a transformational leader so I've given Elon Musk uh, Steve Jobs um, are both two people who I would describe as transformational. So they build a very strong team dynamic, all centered around that person. Um, but um, they would do these these people that work for these people will do anything for the leader. So uh, people will go to war for Elon Musk. They will go to war for Steve Jobs to be able to uh, have a successful company. Um, they often transform, and for the word, they transform businesses and, and industries uh, because they look outside the box and they're always pushing the boundaries of what is possible. So these guys are very, very... Um, influential um, and very very strong characters. Um, often, um, often they can burn teams out. So, um, so people work so hard and will work all the hours to be able to deliver the the iPod, the iPad, or whether it's from Musk in the in the in the Tesla or or or, or, or anything. They they're very inspiring. They very much. Um, demanding as well i find they they are often very demanding leaders who who want to have um great products great services and deliver outside of the box and 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 they bring a groundswell of people around them to be able to deliver that um often they are great men um as in that they make huge differences to society and to business um often they they've got many flaws um, often there are with the Steve Jobs idea there was it was hints of bullying and um, demanding too much from his people. Um, Elon Musk is always getting himself into uh, sticky binds, whether it's on Twitter or whatever. So um, they often are um, people with deep, deep flaws, many divorces um, or, um, or or failed relationships with children and with um, with their partners. Um, <clears throat> the next one is transactional. So I've given Bill Gates as my example here. Um, I, but I think there are a lot of uh, business leaders which are transactional. So you deliver a project, 
you get a pay and you might get a good bonus because you've delivered on time. It's not very, in, it's uninspiring, it's not very inspiring, um, but they, they employ people who are very, very good and they reward them well, um, but there's always, there's a, there's a lack of inspiration there because literally they're saying you're doing this because of the money that I'm paying you. Um, I've, I've got a note here that they are, they're not necessarily great leaders, um, but they have consistent delivery over a long period of time. So Bill Gates was not really the most inspiring. He was always a little bit socially awkward and a little bit uncomfortable. Um, obviously a great man to be able to deliver the results that he had for Microsoft and now he's gone on to his philanthropic uh, business. He's just done amazing things, but that's not by inspiring. It's by understanding the detail and understanding these people that he's got around him. There's not re there isn't a necessarily a great need to have uh, a great team uh, ethic, uh, but the just is 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 working on delivering on a consistent manner and being able to achieve great things through very small iterations. Um, I would say that this is probably your boss. Most bosses. Um, are transactional. Um, uh, I think, especially corporates, build um, build leaders that are transactional rather than necessarily being hugely inspiring. So I struggled with the, my example for a coaching style of leadership. I've actually given Arsene Wenger. Now, some of you guys might not know who Arsene Wenger is. He was a manager of um, Arsenal Football Club for about twenty years. Um, he was the he was the manager that became a coach um, and and really moved the the game of football um, onto more of a coaching style. So he's very devolved. He gives players responsibilities. Um, you will have face to face meetings with your leader if they're a coaching style. It's all about bringing employees with the leader on the journey. Um, they're very very. Face-to-face uh, -face touch points want to understand how their their employees are developing and how they're coming along. The door is always open. Um, it's sort of methodology. There's, there's a lot of transactional leaders that say my door is always open, but they never really want to have that touch point where a devolved uh, coaching style want to be able to have people um, involved all the time and give responsibility. Um, it's a very people-focused type of leader. Um, sometimes they're not the best on financials, uh, but more focused on developing their people, building up a strong network of people around them, whether it's managers, whether it's other leaders um, in the business, um, and very, very team-focused. So that's, a, that's an interesting one. I, I struggled with the example because I couldn't think of someone in business that I really felt was a coach. There's obviously, there's the Trillion Dollar Man uh, book, um, I can't remember what the coach was called, who was very, very focused on coaching, but wasn't a leader per se, was more of a coach. But um, but I think Arsene Wenger fits the bill very well. And then the last one I want to talk about is bureaucratic. So my example here is any civil service um, leader, um, so that is, if you don't understand civil service, they are the people that work for the government. They are purely independent uh, people that work for the government um, on delivering, implementing 
policies rather than the actual decision makers who are the politicians. So these types of leaders are very process driven. So they will build processes and, and embed them and expect them to be, be uh, supported by their employees. Uh, they believe in the system that they've created, so it's incredibly important for them to be able to build a, a set of beliefs, a set of processes to be able to work through. Um, it's, it's not very people-focused. It's very much on... The people are required to be able to deliver, but it's very much on being able to, to build up a set of policies, a set of decisions, um, and, 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 and it's more important than that than the actual people. It, in, on a business sense, it's quite ineffective. Uh, bureaucracy is one of the killers of business, um, and that's why I've given examples of civil service who, who are not business-focused at all. Um, they're sometimes not very pragmatic. They say this is the way things have been done and this is the way that we've been doing it. So there's policies in, in government that have been built up over 20, 30, 40, 50 years and that is their process and that is how they deliver on it. So it's incredibly important for them to to have that 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 bedrock of, of how things have been done previously and that's how we're going to deliver going forward. So... I've given you uh, my my sort of breakdown on a bunch of uh, leadership styles. What leadership style are you? Um, please do uh, drop me a message um, if there's a particular leadership style which you think I've missed or, or you'd like me to do some more analysis on and, and, and understand and share with you. I'd be happy to do that. Um, they, I think, are a good cross-reference of different types of people, business, sport, uh, bureaucracy, sort of government, um, and um, politicians. So um, hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully you found that interesting because I think leadership style is really important. You need to be able to um, build your leadership style and, and make it work and, 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 and work out what is best for you and what's best for the team. So hopefully you've found not everyone's going to be a Steve Jobs or an Elon Musk. Um, not Hopefully not everyone is going to be transactional, uh, but there's lots of different styles. There's many, many more styles of, of leadership beyond uh, these ones that I've given you. So please do check them out um, online. Uh, hopefully you will see some benefit from, uh, from understanding different leadership styles. Um, thank you very much. I've really appreciated your time. Hopefully you have gained something from that. Um, and I will speak to you all soon.